Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and ClearVista Financial are not affiliated. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Welcome, everyone, to the Spin Life Wells Show, where we apply biblical wisdom to your financial journey. Um, I'm excited to be here. I'm Certified Kingdom Advisor Mark Trice, joined in the studio, as always, by fellow financial professional Jesse Hamilton. Hey, listeners, welcome to the show. We usually don't like to, t- to date our presentation so that you can listen to them anytime you want and not yeah. feel like, oh, that was last year. <laughs> but we are coming up on the end of the year, and uh, folks are starting to make their financial resolutions for 2024, or res- resolutions in general. Yeah, we always want to make ourselves improve at the time the new year arrives, right? Yeah, that's that's right. And and so if you're thinking about losing weight or um, you know studying for a new career or anything like that, you want to make sure that um, you're setting those resolutions. But what about financial resolutions? And so this today we're going to talk about seven financial resolutions that you need to make or consider. For 2024, uh, how do we honor God with our money? Right. Hopefully, you're not sitting in a pile of debt from the holiday season, but it's possible. A lot of people do that. A lot of people have just spent a lot of money, and they might feel like they need to make a change. Yeah, and of course, most of us, if we did that, we won't know until next week or yeah. week after, because we soon we'll get all the bills. <laughs> Jesse, what's today's scripture? It's from Proverbs 3, verses 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. Yeah, and that's a, that's an important verse there from Proverbs. And in fact, it just reminded me, my wife was asking me for a uh, verse on tithing. There it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, as we come up to the, the beginning of the year, we like to set goals, don't we? Most right. of us set goals. Right. It's not only a time for setting personal goals and aspirations, but also a time to reflect, right, on how we manage our finances. Maybe over the past year or just the past few months, maybe you made a change. Maybe you didn't and you're stuck in a rut. Yeah. So for many, you know, the pursuit of financial well-being is an ongoing endeavor or a constant endeavor. It's not a one-time-a-year type thing, but it's a good time. The beginning of the year is a good time to try to reflect on that and set some goals for the new year. Absolutely. We, we never condone anything about get rich quick or make one decision to change your life. And um, it's an ongoing series of decisions. I wish it was that easy, Yeah, it's not. It's not. So in 2024, let's all commit to honoring God with our money through intentional financial resolutions. Let's kick it off, Jesse. What's number one? First is biblical stewardship. This is our foundation for financial wellness. So the concept of stewardship is deeply rooted in biblical teachings. That's right. And as we start on to a new financial year, let's resolve to be faithful stewards of the resources entrusted to us. Yes. This involves recognizing all that we have belongs to God, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and making intentional choices that align with biblical principles of managing money. Right. And you might be new to the show here. Um, but we talk about how there's over 2,000 verses in the Bible that talk about money and possessions. It was one of Jesus's main topics in his parables and his teachings. 
So we have a vast, wide array of resources when it comes to finances. What about tithing, Jesse? That's point number two, tithing as a spiritual discipline. It's very important. Tithing is a timeless principle that encourages believers to give a portion of their income. That's going to be different for everybody. The the traditional uh, number there is 10%, right? But that's nowhere in the Bible. No, the tithing is talked about a lot in the Old Testament, yes, and then we see churches giving uh, in the New Testament, uh, but there's there's nothing about um, necessarily a 10% or 20%. It's about your, what you and, and God have determined is the right amount of giving That's right. for you. You know, we, Mark, we had a client the other day bring up something funny, and he said, I won't tithe on my Social Security because I already tithed on it. Um, when my income came in, which we thought was hilarious, but <laughs> well, some people try to try to rationalize things. I, I think that that giving is much more of an act of worship, absolutely, rather than obedience. I think I think I know I've sh- shared the story how uh, when I started tithing and giving, that it was more about obedience that I felt that Scripture was telling me to give, and uh, so I wanted to do that. But now it's an act of worship, so. You know, if if you only worship half-heartedly, then give <laughs> half-heartedly. If you're worship with great adoration and um, enjoyment, give generously, right? right. So that's that's a, a tithing is really a spiritual discipline, and how you respond to that uh, can impact your uh, financial life. Mm-hmm. So the third uh, principle uh, is budgeting with a pur- purpose, right? That's right. Sticking to a budget, creating the budget, and sticking to it. You said the B it. word, Jesse. Yeah, I, I said the B word several times. B we, word. Sometimes people prefer the word spending plan. Yeah, or, that's much more fun. Uh, it is, but this year, uh, let's just let's go beyond uh, budgeting for our needs and wants, and really develop a budget that reflects our commitment to honoring God. Okay. So uh, how would one might do that? Is that, you know, I I think a lot of people, when they're developing a spending plan or a budget or whatever you want to call it, they'll do all their expenses and at the very bottom of the list, if there's anything over, maybe they'll give. Right. Let's flip it around. Exactly, yeah. Maybe the first thing on your budget, after you've looked at all your income sources and thank God for them, maybe the first thing we do is allocate a portion to give. Yeah, and that could be to to church, it could be to mm-hmm. missions, it could be to other uh, charitable causes that are important to you. That doesn't mean it's your biggest expense of the month, it just means that it's the first it's thing the first, you're thinking about. Yeah, it's the first thing you do. It's, it's, it's about being intentional with your spending plan, so it it transformed the whole process from a, from a kind of a mundane task to another spiritual discipline. Yes. Uh, I remember sitting in on a a session with Ron Blue, and he said how important it was for their family every month to sit down and look at all their income sources and first give thanks for that they received it. Yeah, and we should all be doing that as well. Uh, The fourth resolution is debt reduction. Now, Jesse talked about maybe you racked up a few credit cards over the holidays giving gifts, um, but let's break free from that financial bondage Mm -hmm. this year. Debt can be a significant obstacle for mm-hmm. financial freedom. If you are struggling with a recurring credit card balance month to month, that can be a massive obstacle that keeps you from soaring. We we can develop plans to help you get out of debt, um, but really those those credit cards can hurt. Yeah. Make a plan and resolution to tackle that debt strategically. If you need to get financial counseling, uh, there are a number of debt um, relief organizations around. Be careful about them. 
but work with a professional that can help you develop a strategy right. for doing that. And, you know, as we work towards that financial freedom, we, we actually are honoring God by being responsible stewards of the resources that He has provided us. That's right. Well, let's talk about generosity. We talked about tithing, but let's go beyond the tithe. The fifth one is generosity. Yeah, so we challenge uh, ourselves and our listeners to go beyond the tithe in acts of generosity. Uh, we're talking about, of course, your money. We're talking about your time and your talents and resources. Yeah, so you want to look for those opportunities to bless others with, with those time, talent, and treasure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it might be helping a neighbor in need. Um, maybe there's someone at the grocery store that you want to help by buying their groceries. Um, you know, do things that are going to make a positive impact in your, con- your, in your community. And by being generous, we're just simply reflect- reflecting God's love and kindness to those around us. Yes. So what about the sixth um, uh, financial resolution for this next year? Financial education, growing in wisdom. Of course, Proverbs, specifically 4-7, reminds us wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And we're very education-focused here on the Spend Life Well show and at Clear Vista Financial, um, but we, we want to teach people about the financial world and how to navigate it. Yeah, so so actually, I guess we can you can come come to us because we have webinars and seminars every month mm-hmm. that you can participate in if you're in the local area or anywhere around the world if you're listening on the online and are through our YouTube channel. Uh, but but educate yourself to make it a point to try to learn about what God has to say about personal finance. Yes, it, there's lots of great resources, and give us a call sometime if you want a list of those. But off the top of my head, you might want to visit Faith Fi. That's a yeah, good one, Faith right? Faith Fi is one of the shows that we sponsor and, and a couple of local stations and things. And it's a great, it's a actually a nationwide daily program. Mm-hmm. And you can locate them at faithfi.com, I believe is the address now. I know right. they changed it. It used to be called MoneyWise. But that's a great place. I, I like to listen to it just because, yeah. not only because we're a sponsor, but just because we we enjoy the calls that come in and the topics, and, and I almost learn something every day. Mm-hmm. It's really neat. Yeah. So, and you can also make sure that as you grow in wisdom, you can make sure that your investments and your money aligns with your faith. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of folks that are interested in biblical responsible investing. That's a topic we'll do a couple of seminars on next year. I encourage you to listen in. Yeah, we love talking about biblically responsible investing. It's kind of hard to say sometimes, but yeah. it's something that we're passionate about. We would love to talk to you about it. And the sometime. and the final the final resolution is just really re- revolves around prayer and gratitude, mm-hmm. which we believe is a foundation for financial peace. That's right. So as we set and pursue our financial resolutions, let's not forget the power of prayer and just gratitude. Mm-hmm. Paul talks about how he's content in any situation. But I think that going to the Lord in prayer is very valuable to help us gain perspective of our situation and and be grateful and thankful for those things. Yes, we, we t- sometimes forget about the power of prayer and wise counsel when making a financial decision. Those are both crucial to making a good financial decision. So we hope that you cultivate a heart of g- gratitude for the blessings that you've been given, and received, and um, and for the progress that you make over your financial journey. That's right. Uh, so, you know, by centering those financial goals on prayer, we acknowledge our dependence on God. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? and so that's a re- that's a really cool thing. That's really a common theme I'm seeing through all these points as we acknowledge our dependence on God. That's why yeah. we give. That's why we pray, and it's it's crucial to our relationship with money. So to wrap things up uh, for this podcast. Let 2024 be a year of financial transformation, but that one that goes beyond mere monetary goals, mm-hmm. all right? Let it be a year where our financial resolutions are deeply rooted in honoring God with our money. I think that's so important. So as we as we strive, all strive for financial well-being, I hope and pray that our choices and actions reflect the values of faith, stewardship, and generosity, and bring glory to God in all aspects of our financial lives. Folks, uh, you've been listening to the Spend Life Well Show. We look forward to having you join us in the new year. Um, Hope you're having a wonderful Christmas holiday season and happy new year.